AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest is, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, I, I would call him money. Because he's been working for 20 years, and he's been doing shows I watch. Now, you know, I'm telling you, I'm surprised he ain't pop up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> My next guest is an actor and musician whose career spans over 20 years, encompassing television, film, and voiceover work on video games. You've seen him on some of my favorite shows, The Wire, Lost, Fringe, and Oz, when Oz came out of the blue. Oz changed the whole game, but the Oz people and the Wire people are the same people. Let y'all know that. See, that's, how, that's how fascinated I am about the whole behind the scenes, the production, and the writers. Now he's on the show today to talk about his incredible diverse career and promoting the third installment of the John Wick's movie series. John Wick. That's Keanu Reeves. You watch those movies, you get tired. You get tired. They just be whooping it up. And so I've never seen him fight, though. That's what we're going to ask about. He be sitting behind that desk, smooth talking. I've yet to see him. Ha-cha-ya! Nobody, nobody, nobody. 
He's appeared in all three John Wick's movies. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Lance Reddick. Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks, Rashad. Uh, so when you going to whoop butt, uh, Lance? Come on now. You know, when? Well, honestly, I, how do I put this? I don't know that I'm at liberty to say. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Okay. That's, that's, that's all I can say about that. Because the next movie, man, because I've been, you know, I'm a John Wick from Jump. You know, and I, I thought the I thought the a, a action was a little common. He's my boy, and he I was like looking at common. I said, man, he was in shape. It, 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 uh, do you uh, do you attend any of the training sessions and watching these guys work out? Because they got to prepare at least several months or weeks before they even start engaging into these into the uh, taping or shooting of the film. Correct. All the major, all the major uh, villains, all the you know, all the all, all the people that have the big big fight scenes with the, with Keanu, yeah, they have to train for months. Uh, I know. Uh, um, I, I haven't, except for online, I haven't, you know, I haven't been uh, to any of the training sessions um, personally. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know Halle, uh, like for example, for John Wick Three, Halle Berry had to train for months too. Right. Um, I feel like it's okay to say because she said it. She said it uh, in interviews. But Absolutely, she broke three ribs at one point. Yeah, because <laughs> I, you know, I watched it behind the scenes. You know, behind the you know, they're doing HBO. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 so I watch okay, it because okay. she's she's rolling with some dogs. Halle's oh, character yeah, yeah, yeah. is oh, rolling I, with some Halle dogs. I mean, Halle Berry. I mean, I was shocked. You say it, brother. You just John Wick. Okay, okay. John Wick, <laughs> the third installment of John Wick. You know, we can't be soft in this interview with John Wick. Because of the no. fact that if you're a fan of the series, which I'm a fan of the series, and we're going to talk about this, but I also I, I want to talk about you too. Your career is amazing, but but because you know when it's, when I when our first you know, Oz, The Wire, you know you've worked with some amazing talent as you're working into and you've been working with in this series because uh, I was had Frankie Faison on, on the show. Uh, about three weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> Frankie's a trip. He's great. Yeah, you know, and, and again, that's the type of talent that you work around. Of course, you know, it's just elbow off of the wire. It, you work on series, man, that people, a lot of people continue to work. And, I mean, you see them in movies. You see them like, my girl, she's in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. You know, it's all this. So, you, you're, 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 that, that lets me know that your abilities as an actor is always challenged and you always rise to the occasion, to the occasion correct? Well, I've been very fortunate. And, and for me, the, the quality of the work has always come first. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was really, when I was in drama school, I was really pretty, from from the time I because I came to acting late yes, in life. Sir. I mean, I acted in college for fun, but I didn't really start pursuing acting uh, as a as a as a vocation until I was twenty seven years old. Mm. So, um, and it was something I kind of stumbled into because originally I trained as a musician. Right. So, but when I when I started acting, I really kind of um, uh, attacked learning the craft with a kind of ferocity. Mm -hmm. um, so. Um, that has served me well since. And I, I feel like I really got, um, I got my money's worth out of drama school. I really, it was, it was a good investment. Well, you know, this interesting. So, you know, you got this, this great voice. So I'm sure your friends and your buddies, you know, I'm sure they originally that voice. Cause you say you was in music, you was a musician. So I know you was smooth talking Lance. I know that. Well, <laughs> Come on, I, mean, smooth. I, I have a nice singing voice, but I mean, I was never, <laughs> a, I mean, I sing, uh, and I have a nice voice, but uh, my major was composition. I grew up um, uh, writing songs and then studying classical uh, piano and classical classical composition. So uh, I, ne I never really considered myself a singer as much as as a songwriter with a nice voice. Mm -hmm. 
And so, so now, now when you made that transition, now did you feel that? Because I know music, like I said, music it never leaves your soul, your spirit. But you, you're, you're predominantly known as an actor. Do you, are you still I mean, shaping music into your career? Well, yeah, it's funny because I, uh, well, first of all, <clears throat> my train, I found that my training as a musician, yes, sir, um, really uh, informed how I approached my work as an actor when I started when I started to to train to uh, to learn how to act. So um, even even learning how to practice, right, the piano, right. you know what I mean. It informed how I approached the, the there's a, there was a kind of an analytical and systematic way that I approached learning mm-hmm. the lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that came out of my training as, as a musician. And a lot so, of people don't understand that. You're absolutely telling the truth because I, I just a little background on me. I played uh, tenor saxophone, alto saxophone. Oh, wow. Cool, and, and, cool, and, and, cool. And, and clarinet. And I know that uh, from a memory standpoint, and when you use the word analytical, now my degree in college is in mathematics. And it was all derived from the fact that when you play music and you start getting to these levels and these tones and because you hear a note, you say you know that, that that note is, and so, and when you look at the history of music, when you go back to Mozart and Beethoven and all this, you go, well, it's all really a form of math, and so it is all. Oh, oh, Bach was obsessed with numbers. Yeah. Wow, that's wow, that's really cool. I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're supposed to be interviewing me, though. So, okay. <laughs> Last, like, okay, this is, I ain't never, I've never talked to nobody like this before. Because, you know, that, that because I really, I, I try to get interviews on the show that, that, that I try to pull out those gems. Because I get a lot of people who interview my show, but nobody's ever asked me that question. Because I'm actually just, 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 I've had a great life. And I still am living a great life, Lance. And I, when I'm able to talk to you, when you start talking about music, I'm right in line with you because I always, I always recommend young people to uh, 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 not just listen to music, but participate in the music, learn how to play an instrument, piano, learn, something that will allow you to uh, get into the thought process. Because once you get into music, and you can attest to this, it just takes you on a journey. Am I correct? Oh, I, absolutely. And it's interesting because even beyond just speaking about music specifically, mm-hmm. um, I think to, to the point of kind of approaching, uh, uh, trying to approach life uh, successfully, yes, uh, I put that in quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I've found uh, is that um, you never know where following your interests uh, and your passion for learning will take you. Mm-hmm. So. Um, who I mean, even though I started, you know, as a musician, because the other thing is, interestingly enough, you know, I, I was a, um, I loved math, and I was actually a physics major my first year in college before I transferred to music school. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you, you just never know how um, just following, you know, how even even if you don't end up following what a particular path, you you don't you end up going on a different path. Mm-hmm. Uh, what learning something from 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 different. Uh, disparate paths will, uh, will how they will serve you later, and that's important for people to hear that about your talents because, like you said, you know people get in life they're afraid to make a change, Lance. They're afraid that okay, this is, I've been told is this is where I should take my my journey, and you you know like you said, physics, math, musician. Uh, then at twenty seven, you got into acting. None of that was guaranteed. What 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 was what were your support groups? Well, I have to tell you, that I, I don't normally tend to talk like this, but in terms of kind of how 
and I, 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 I hope this, I'm afraid this doesn't necessarily answer your question, but when I started acting, that was how I got from there to here. Um, I mean, two years after I started acting, I was at the Yale Drama School, and mm-hmm. it's the only place I applied. It was one of those things where I, that was a moment in my life where I felt that I was really divinely, like something was guiding me. Mm-hmm. Like it was beyond, because <clears throat> I, I was really kind of down on my luck when I started acting. Um, I had, I was, at the time, my, my daughter was about a year old. <clears throat> I was working three jobs, seven days a week. Um, and I had a back injury that laid me up for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I started acting, we had actually moved in to, I was living in Boston at the time. We'd actually moved in with another family because we, we couldn't afford that and taking us in because we couldn't afford to pay our rent anymore. Right. That's crazy. And so, uh, so, you know, just, just the, the notion, you know, it wasn't a logical, it wasn't a logical choice. Right. I mean, I'd acted in college for fun and I knew I was good at it, right. but it was kind of like, how do I make what I can do work for me? And I said, well, I know I can sing and I can act. Let me try that. Right. I went on a couple of musical theater auditions. Mm-hmm. They, they went nowhere because I was up against like real singers, like right. you know, musical theater people and gospel people. Right. I'm like, I just got the guy with a nice voice. Right. <laughs> uh, and then I started going on straight acting auditions uh, in local non-equity theater in Boston. And I just started getting cast and so getting cast and getting killing. cast. Start killing. That's what God told you to go. We'll be back with more, my man Lance, and getting more involved with the John Wick movie. Plus the fact that he got several more movies coming out here with the domestic with Kate Boswick, uh, Canal Street, Monster Party, Little Woods. My man's hot. And I got him on Money Making Conversation. We'll be back more. We'll be back with more Lance Riddick on Money Making Conversation. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to, uh, listening to Money Making Conversations. And uh, I'm going to call him my good friend. Because, see, I'm talking to him like a friend. Talking to him like a little brother. <laughs> because I, when you see somebody on TV and they're doing a, 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 a body of work that's so diverse, that there's a story behind that diversity. Because you have to reach in a lot of different places to be able to pull these characters. And the, the reason I love, the, love him the most because the level of professionalism that he exhibits for an African-American character. And that's so important in, in, in our youth today, especially when you see how it's played out in the real world, how oftentimes the African-American portrayed in a negative light. He's on my show today. He's back to talk about the trilogy, which he's been a part of all three of them, the John Wick series, which is an exciting action-adventure thriller. And this movie, this third version, includes Halle Berry. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you might have to laugh on that because <laughs> Halle Berry is fighting in this one. I mean, she oh, is she laying is down. Come on, t- t- have, 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 the word. have you been to the premiere yet of this? Uh, I've, I've been to a screening. Okay. The first, actually, the, the New York premiere is actually this week. So okay. the New York premiere is on Thursday. So I'm, I'm leaving on Wednesday, and then the LA premiere is uh, a Wednesday of next week. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, so in your screening, what surprised you the most about Halle Berry? What surprised when I watched the film, the thing that surprised me the most uh, about Halle, Berry, Halle Berry's work yes. was how well she moved. Right. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, I would have thought she, and maybe she had a background in martial arts. I don't know. But I mean, she was flipping gun food, yes, jujitsu, and yes, with the was. best of them. Yes, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a moment. It's a bit of a spoiler, but I mean, not really, because it's in, it's it's in the in the midst of a huge fight scene when she and Cammy take on like fifty guys. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene where, she, and you and it's actually part of the it's part of the tra- one of the trailers where she is running, 
and there's a guy on the other side of a, of a, of a wagon, you know, the kind of, the kind right. of wagon that you put hay in and, and, and you hook up to a horse. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, as she runs, without missing the beat, she slides underneath of it the way somebody would slide on one leg, sliding the first base. Right. Or sliding, or sliding the base. And as she, as she goes underneath, she foot whips out a gun and shoots, shoots two cats. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. bad. It, yeah. it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it, that's why, you know, you have to, when you see Halle Berry done, oh, hey, man, the roles I just saw in uh, that, uh, Golden Circle, where she played a nerdy uh, scientist. And then, of course, you know, Bond movies, you know, she's been a groundbreaker. And yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a, a groundbreaking yeah, actor. Talk about diverse. Right. Yeah. And, then so, and so when I was watching HBO behind the scenes, they show her. They show her doing her thing. You know, first of all, we're not even going to talk about Keanu Reeves. He's physically crazy. I, I don't know oh, how this dude yeah. does what he does. Uh, you know, he's actually participating in these fight scenes. I mean, the flips... You know, I mean, it's, it's, they said that he participates in probably about 98% of the action scenes. So when he, when oh, he gets- well into 90% of that stuff is him doing it. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that was so innovative about uh, this, this, this franchise, this film series, mm-hmm. is the way that it's it shot. Um, because Ken, because the, the director, uh, Chad Tuchowski, and, um, uh, and his partner, man, I can't think of his name, uh, who actually directed the first uh, film with him, um, is, is now directed huge movies, um, right. mm-hmm. Deadpool, like Deadpool Two, Two, and um, um, but I can't, I think he can't think of his name. Uh, uh, David. Um, anyway, they're both they both come from they're both heavy stuntmen, and right. Chad is actually a, 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 an advanced martial artist. I mean, he he he's a um, he's a he's a kickboxer. He was a gymnast. Uh, he still teaches judo every day. Wow. And so the whole concept for these movies was um, to make it look, how do, how do they make it look so real was to train Keanu like they would train a stuntman. Right. So, so that they could take really, really, rather than having a lot of quick cuts, you try to give the impression that you're seeing the action. Mm-hmm. They do long takes where you actually see all these long sequences where he's doing all the flipping and all the, you know, and all these long one shots. And so that's one of the things that's really that's really uh, amazing and groundbreaking about this, at least for American action films. I mean, they've been really tearing it up with this stuff in Asia, particularly uh, in the, in Korea for the last ten years. Well, the, the amazing thing about when I watch movies like this, because you're you're absolutely correct. Like for instance. Common the rapper, common the AI guy, the voiceover king, you know, the executive abuse of Shy on Showtime. Smart cat, too. Uh, you know, and uh, I've been knowing him since uh, I cast him on Sister Sister in a, in a sitcom. You know, that was, one of his oh, first, wow. that was one of his first acting roles. I'm telling you, Lance, I go back. I, I, got, I got a little history, brother. You might need to know me. <laughs> and so, and the thing about it is that watching him, the, the physicality of those roles, and then watching behind the scenes with, uh, let me just hip to everybody what exactly John Wick is. John Wick is, a, is, a, is an action thriller, and John Wick is an assassin, okay? And he's hired through this secret, this secret organization that the hotel is where Lance's character is the, the concierge. And so everybody checks in the hotel. They know they have a violent past. But, you know, you have this really dignified African-American man checking everybody in. And there are rules. There are rules. He's actually he's actually African. But my character is actually African. I, I mm-hmm. made it, I made him Kenyan. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. Uh, and he, he he steps in, and then uh, and and so what happens is he checks in. There are rules. You know, you can't do certain things in this hotel. Not on this property. There are no rules outside <laughs> the property. 
okay? <laughs> Keanu breaks a rule, okay? That's how the second one ends. He breaks a rule. And it sets the stage for the third movie where basically he on the run for his life. Every, basically, every assassin, the, the way the last movie, the second movie ends is that he has, so, so, so one of the cardinal rules of the Continental, because the Continental is a hotel, is, it's basically a five-star hotel that caters to the, to the uh, most elite assassins in the world. Yes. And one of the, one of the um, uh, as you were saying, one of the cardinal, perhaps the, the most sacred rules of the hotel is no business is to be conducted on continental ground. Right. Meaning you can't kill anybody on, on the grounds of the hotel. Right. And so at the, at, at the end of the second movie, Kenu not only kills somebody, but he kills somebody like who's, who's part of the high table, which right. is part of the ruling <laughs> right. council of this international guild of assassins. But you know, so, so he needs to die. It ends with him on the run. Lance, he needed to uh, die. For his life with a $14 million bounty on his head. Yes. So every assassin in the world is after him. Yeah. And the third movie starts where the second movie ends. Yeah, and see, the thing about it is that you don't know who an assassin is. It could be a homeless guy. It could be a lady pushed pregnant, nine-month pregnant lady. It could <laughs> that's, be an right, that's right, that's right. That's wild. That's, that's so true. You that, know what I'm saying? One, one you don't know. So, cool so, so, yeah. so that second one ends, when that, when, that, when that bounty goes out, it just he just hear all these pages and phones ringing, and he's running. He's running. Him and yeah. that dog yeah. just running. Yeah. First, he, right. first he starts walking. He starts walking. Then all of a sudden, the pages go off. The phone starts, woo! He starts running. And so it's really a compelling movie. As you can see, I'm a fan of the series, Lance. <laughs> well, and well uh, to your, the first question you asked me, I can't say, I do step away from the desk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, no, don't, 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 don't do no spoiler alerts on me. Okay, you know? okay, okay. I'm, I'm good because I want to let you know I'm a fan of. That's why I'm happily promoting this. It's a series that does extremely well in uh, 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 in international markets. Extremely well. It does good here, but it's a a, a huge success internationally. It, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. That movie goes out there as action, but I like it because the fact that you know here's a guy, and this is the basis of his character. He was pulled back into the assassin world. He wanted to walk away, and they pulled him back in, and that's why they pulled back in the most violent assassin or the most successful assassin in the history of assassin of, of, of that field. And so, yes, so yes. everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. And so when you're coming at him, you're kind of coming at him, you know, with like, oh, oh sh- should I do this? But you can't pass on this $14 million now. Well, I, I also think there's an ego thing involved because it's like that. The, it's kind of uh, like the old throwback to the old westerns, where if you, the fastest gun in west, can I be the guy that got that beat him? Can right. I be the guy that beat the best? Right, right. And this is the great thing. I'm on the phone with my man Lance Riddick. He plays the character, the hotel concierge on the movie, the John Wick series. The movie comes out Friday, May 17th. It will be released nationwide. Oh man, uh, any 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 anything you want to close in on this movie, man? Because I'm a fan. I want the fans to go out. I'm gonna be posting this right next. This movie ranks right up there with Game of Thrones with me. So you know, so you know, I'm a Game of Thrones fan. So I put this right up there with it because I know this movie like the back of my hand. It ranks right up there with all these other movie Avengers because it's counter program when it comes out. So I'm telling everybody. No, no, go ahead. When it comes out, you go see John Wick the Third. And Halle Berry's in it, doing her thing, actually fighting Keanu Reeves. He don't. He's ageless. He's been fighting since Matrix. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been fighting since speed. Right, 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 right. Mark right, right, Fishburne's right. back. Mark back. But, 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 but Lance Fishburne, oh, he's, he, he's ruthless, too, out there with them damn birds. Don't even trust him with them pigeons. Don't trust him, don't trust him with them pigeons. Angelica Houston in, in this one. It's a bad cast. It's awesome, Everybody should go see this movie. That's what I'll say. I, I appreciate you coming on my show. I appreciate it. I, I, look here, man. I'm a fan. Anytime you want to promote anything, whether it's a, uh, uh, whether for your charity or for your career, I always know money-making conversation is your home, and I support you. I saw, I saw a number of movies down here. So tell your team, whenever you want to get some support, come back to Money-Making yep. Conversations, okay? There are two other things I'd like to plug real quick. Okay, cool. One is uh, the fifth season of Bosch has just dropped. Uh, it's a great show. Um, it's, it's um, uh, like I said, it's the fifth season. It's on Amazon. Uh-huh. It's pro- I think it's the, each season gets better and better, and it's the best season yet. Fifth and, season, and right? And the fifth other season, one is right? Little Woods, which is uh, uh, this uh, beautiful drama starring Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, uh, that just opened nationwide uh, this, uh, this past week. Yes. Uh, everybody should go see that. I mean, she's... And, I mean, she's doing the best work of her career. I mean, the best awesome. work of her career. I mean, she's awesome. 30 years old, but <laughs> no, awesome. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, 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 it's an incredible drama. Yeah. My man, I appreciate you. Again, you have my support and my blessings, and I'm going to promote you on everything. Lance, I, I will have to go there and see what you do when you climb from behind that desk. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a live you keep forever, even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent, such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com/iheart or text iheart to 500 500.